This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Good morning, video games. Welcome once again to Filthy Casuals, a podcast about video games hosted by three very kind and extremely knowledgeable boys. Thank you for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasolo. With me as always... It's Ben Vanell. Hey, Tommy. It's good to see you again. Mm. As I do every week, I see you in person to do the podcast. I don't know about that. We've missed a couple of weeks here and there of visual communication with each other. Name one. Oh, when I was in Japan and Thailand recently, mm. and then before that when I was in Europe for six weeks. That's just right off the top of my head. I didn't even have to think about that. <laughs> I just ran rings around you. Prove it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Why on earth would you bring something like that up, Ben? <laughs> what point were you possibly trying to make? Oh, it's time for us to dial in our uh, foreign correspondent oh, yes. as he is. Okay, guys, I think my Skype's dropped out because you've been ignoring me for <laughs> half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Hey, ben, can you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> that, that sounded like it was coming from inside the house. Yeah, that's I got think this the, apartment might be haunted. It's got <laughs> the same level of echoiness that it, every microphone when we record in my apartment always does. <laughs> it's a ghost. I think Adam's apartment might be haunted. Yeah, yeah, because we, you and I are in Adam's apartment this yeah. week, recording as we have been for the past few weeks without him. Yeah. We just climb up the balcony and smash our way through. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pissed off about that, actually. My door oh. is uh, important to me. A glass door. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. It's important to me. It's one of my <laughs> most prized possessions. Yes. No, guys, we're playing funny buggers for all of you at well, home. Don't freak out. We're playing buggers. <laughs> <laughs> the boys are indeed back in town. Yes. Adam, on behalf of myself and Ben and all of the <laughs> listeners of this podcast, welcome home. Thank you very much. I'm trying to listen to how much of this is echoey because of my headphones mm-hmm. and the fact that I'm listening to you twice yes. and how much of it is because of my cavernous apartment. But I think it's the cavernous apartment. I think it's maybe rugless. the apartment yeah. probably accounts for, I'm going to say 60, minimum 60%. I, I, I reckon it's echoey. Yeah, Did you say 85%? Yeah. I think 85%. Yeah. It's, it, I need a rug maybe, but I don't like rugs. Mm. I, they, get, they get all crunkled up. <laughs> On the corners, you know what I mean? I hate having to straighten out a rug all the goddamn get, time. Mm. Get a round rug. That's what I've got. Oh. Change your life, brother. Mm. Do they not? They'd still... No. They'd still bunch up. No. Yeah, they yeah. would. Hang on. No, right. I just realised. We were talking about this the other week. You're not quite 30 yet. And I, re- I remember thinking like <laughs> you do right now when yes. I was 29 and then yeah. I woke up morning of my 30th birthday and it all changed. <laughs> I was like, round rug makes a lot of sense now. <laughs> Yeah, right. Well, I don't know. I don't like having stuff on rugs. You can't move it around easily. Do you know Why what I, you like, do? Oh, I guess you do move your furniture around a fair bit. I reorient my furniture quite often because mm. I've got a relatively small living room and it can work differently for different situations and different yes. configurations. Okay. You'll, you'll often move the furniture to the walls when we have a dance party here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you remember Hey Arnold's apartment? Mm-hmm. No, I you don't. You mean his bedroom? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, his <laughs> yeah. little bedroom. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of like an apartment though. He's got like a penthouse. A yeah, pretty much. It's a one bedroom apartment. And, and he, nothing else to it. He could retract his couches and stuff with the remote control and it's sort of like living that dream, mm-hmm. but I just have to <laughs> Physically, lug it around. Yeah, I thought that was the coolest thing when it's I was sick. a kid. It's sick. It's still I awesome. I just was like, oh, the... What do you have? Because it's like, why don't you just have the couch permanently set up? No, why has it, it got to go into the wall? I think his couch turned For into his, his dance bed. parties. Oh, oh I think okay. It and came around like that. Like, a, like one of the... Like that speakeasy... Type thing with yeah, the whole okay. sure. I don't know yeah. if they actually did that or if that's just one episode of The Simpsons. Mm. But I could say that about a lot of my life experiences. <laughs> but Hey Arnold's bedroom, 
the other thing is it's pretty. It's already pretty big. Yeah. So I don't know why it needs to be compacting down on space. And also, it's, it's ten years old. Who needs a couch in the bedroom when you're ten years yeah. old? What's he doing that's in there? Who, no way. No, that remote. That's the <laughs> shit. Well, and he never brought it up. He never bragged about it. He never brought Gerald around and went like, "Hey, Gerald, watch this." <laughs> <laughs> and I like that it was never explained how that all got set up and done. Yeah. It's not like his character is that he's like. It's not like a Jimmy Neutron character where he's a super genius. So, of course, he would know how to rig all this up. Yeah. No, it's if just anything, a given like he just knew what to do. He's meant to be sort of like a relatively poor New Yorker. Yeah, yeah right. Because like everyone else living in that like retirement home boarding setup house, or whatever yeah. it was, the boarding <laughs> yes. house, they, you know, there are a lot of cans of beans going around. Yep. Mm. There are yep. a lot of people going like, hey, I'm a bit cold. Mm-hmm. I, you know, there were some episodes about rent, I yep. feel yeah. like. Yeah. That one guy in particular, like the European dude. Do you remember him where he was like bald, maybe? Yep. Anyway. Hey, Arnold's apartment. Cool. But when you see, when you're like looking for new places, you see one of those apartments with the bed that goes up into the wall. Yeah. Saddest thing you've ever seen. Oh, they always man. look so depressing. Yeah, big time. What a, what a horses eat Arnold. Hmm. Hey, Arnold. <laughs> <laughs> what, was, what was that? It was, uh, it was great, structured great in the weirdest way. It was wordplay. What a horses eat, Arnold. In the strictest sense. Hey, Arnold. Yeah, no, but shouldn't it be he's something He's talking like, to Arnold. Yeah, he's talking to Arnold? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Who cares, man? <laughs> it's up to your interpretation. Comedy's art. But shouldn't it be something like, what's the what's the 90s TV show that's also this like what horses This is already way worse. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 absolutely <laughs> but just not. just you saying, what do horses eat, Arnold? Yeah. Hey Arnold! Hey Arnold! He's talking to Arnold. Yeah. I love All it right. now. I've come around. <laughs> Something about the echo in this room, hearing it refracted back at myself about eight times as yeah, I said yeah. it, really got it to catch on with me. You can do a knock knock joke in here if you just say knock once. <laughs> knock 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 Man, Arnold. It is bothering me this echo. I hope it's not bothering people listening. Yeah, uh, it, it's it gets fixed in the uh, does it in the edit? It better. I'm going to de-echo it. I was listening to something the other day that was very echoey. And it was yelling in a canyon. (laughs) (laughs) It was really annoying me because it's a show that I know for a fact is recorded in like a big professional studio. Yeah, So it wasn't just like this kind of setup. Three fuckheads on Milo tins. (laughs) As a big fan of uh, Thai soccer team podcast, those... (laughs) That was one of the echoiest <laughs> podcasts I've heard for for a while. Yeah, eventually it stopped being as, as echoey. Mm-hmm. But there are a few episodes there. Man, they were potting in the cave. I didn't know that. <laughs> Dude, just another example of the media's bias against podcasting. <laughs> they really buried that story. Uh, I don't know those like gimmick podcasts where they go to a location. <laughs> I don't know. I recommended that podcast to Elon Musk, and he called me a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great example of a true crime podcast because they're you know the crime of being trapped inside a cave. Mm. So they're, but they're reporting, but they're too deep within the crime to really be able to solve it. I guess. <laughs> I'm really tired. Where, how, what you been doing? Um, I've just been having a lot of late nights potting, to be completely honest. Yeah, right. And then yeah. getting up early and then a lot of busy days of um, running around painting, if you must know. Mm, yeah. You're yeah. a tagger now. Stuff. <laughs> Pardon? You're a tagger. I'm a tagger. Yeah, you yeah. do graph. Yeah. Yeah. I am sharing a studio space with a lot of um, street artists, a lot of taggers, mm. and I got to say, a lot of that stuff I find to be Shit. quite repulsive. Yeah, <laughs> really having to keep my opinions to myself when oh. I'm in the like they have this sign in the bathrooms at the moment that's like, "Hey guys, obviously here we're big fans of street art and mural art and everything, but the building owner is not. So <laughs> you know, if the man catches you tagging on the front of this building, you know you're going to get the whole oh. place shut down." And it's this really like anti-authoritarian, like how dare they try and tell us what we can and can't write on the side of the wall. And every time I see it, I'm like, I'm with the fucking building owner <laughs> Dude, on this one. <laughs> it makes sense that somebody who thought that their work was good, like that their work deserved to be on somebody else's building, mm. that they might overestimate their abilities. <laughs> Do you know right. what I mean? It's mm. the same type of personality that's yeah. going to think, God, my work is sick and, and it should be wherever I want it to be. Tommy, he's got an exhibition coming up, of yeah. course. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't quite know. I've kind of snuck in because I'm, that's mm-hmm. not what my sort of stuff is really. And not also, to be fair, the gallery that this, the little space that I have is out the back of it's not exclusively street art, but then every now and then they do have stuff that veers a little too close to, little too close to public bathroom tagging for my liking. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, what's? Um, oh no, this one isn't going to work. <laughs> well, now I definitely want to hear it. <laughs> what's the name of uh, the baboon in the gritty remake of The Lion King? <laughs> 
graffiti. That, see, that's good. That is good. See, you structured yeah. that in a way that I could understand. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that my small mind could understand. Yeah, but cop out. You lowered the expectations too much at the start. Got to commit to it. Nah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. If you half commit, you double achieve. You certainly shouldn't look at a text message that you got on your phone mere milliseconds after delivering the punch. What that was a congratulatory su- text for the, <laughs> from the academy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Joke of the day. I don't know. <laughs> oh, he's gone back in for a second look. Yes. I was checking whether or not it was worth checking and it wasn't. Okay. Uh, well, speaking of The Lion King, this got announced during the week, a remaster of the uh, Super NES and... Mega Drive games. Now, is it is it a remaster or is Sorry, it? Sorry, uh, just a re-release. A yeah. Port. yeah, yeah. It's a fucking ROM with like they've yes. made a, a border. Those always looked. At, I always I think hate that at the shit. very least, mm. kind of work out how to stretch it to the side of the screen. Or it like looks dog shit. Charge what that sort of thing should be worth, which right. is way less than the like. 20-ish dollars they tend to go for mm. because they're like, oh, but look at all this new art and we've got concept art. And it's like, yeah. who gives a shit about someone's drawing of Simba? Yeah. If you want to see a drawing of Simba, come to my fridge. <laughs> I got a hundred <laughs> drawings of Simba on there. Well, and also these games were made like 20 years ago mm. and it's not like... 25? Uh, yeah. yeah. So it's like the concept art that you've got in there is just whatever's still around right now. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's not like this stuff has been archived. They're like, one day people are going to want to know what... My the developer's sketch of you know Pumba looked mm, like. Mm. It's in keeping of the spirit of things though to release a disappointing version of the Lion King and Aladdin. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. So yeah. is that why these two specific ones have been lumped be. together it makes sense, because yeah. of those two films having come out back to back? And did they you were, guys end up seeing Aladdin? Maybe we should talk about this on the bonus pod. I never. I, I didn't never see either it, of them. No. I watched it like two days ago. It's. Awful. They fucked the songs up. I was in a cafe or something that was playing the uh, Will Smith version of Never Had a Friend Like Me. Yeah, yeah. Fuck my ass, it's bad. It's so bad. It's really. <laughs> yeah. It's just a bad version of the song. And like, I don't know if this is me putting my interpretation of things on top of it, but Will Smith sounded scared while he was singing it <laughs> right. because he was like, oh, I'm, oh, I'm killing Robin Williams again. He, like, he certainly, so he sings Arabian Nights at the very start of the film, which is kind of a nice way to open up. Yeah. But he also sounds very tentative while he's singing that. Well, I don't know if I've ever heard him sing, sing before. That's what I thought as he started to sing. Oh, yeah. There might be a reason for this. And then they changed Friend Like Me to be a bit more rappy. Yeah. But yeah, I didn't like it. But it's still pretty much the same lyrics Mm. and without any of like the vocal changes. Yes. Like Robin Williams was doing, you know, obviously he's going Mm -hmm. like, da, 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 da. Mm. Yep. (laughs) What a great impression. What a tribute to the man. (laughs) (laughs) I'm tearing up, honestly. (laughs) But but Will Smith is just kind of like doing it all in Will Smith voice. Yes. Yeah. And it it sounds weird. It sounds like he's doing karaoke or something. And all the sets look like Disney World. Part, yeah, yeah, parts right. of the park. It's, I, I didn't like it at all. Those Disney remakes, I have to say, are the first time I've felt like a real kind of like shift in the age I am where I'm like culturally the first thing that I'm like, I'm 100% out on this. Mm, yeah. Like there's stuff that I wasn't into when I was younger, but like does that make sense? Like getting to an age where it's like, oh, this is stuff is just starting to happen that is just – 100% not for me. Yes. I mean, well, in a weird way, it is one hundred. It, it's 200% for me, right? Yeah. Like my age bracket of like growing up with those uh, films. I see. Like if you yeah. had kids by now, then it would be for it you. It would be, I guess it'd be, yeah, because it's like kids would want to see it and I would go, oh, this is a nice thing. I remember, you know, this is an interesting way of introducing a new generation mm. to this thing that I grew up with. But I, I'm willing to bet that like in the sort of uh, – Mid two thousands, they found it very difficult to convince a bunch of parents like come and see Lilo and Stitch. Yeah, and the parents would have been like, nah, yeah, nah, my kid can burn. I don't yeah. care about this. And I wonder how <laughs> like, kid like- can sit at home and <laughs> brave and Moana and stuff. I think uh, maybe Moana did well, but th- surely, well, I know for a fact these remake ones, Beauty and the Beast, and mm. these ones we're talking about, did incredibly well at yeah. the box office. Yeah, crazy yeah, yeah. numbers. I would like it if it was if it was if they used the same audio tracks. And they reanimated oh. it in like 3D, like CGI, kind of Pixar style. Right. Like just do literally like a, a remastered video game. Yeah, I like guess. The graphics I mean, of this cartoon are better. Yeah. Yeah. I would still think that was gross because it's like erasing <laughs> yeah. the 2D history, which is beautiful animation. Mm. But I, I would enjoy that more than. I mean, the Lion King thing just looks weird. The big thing I've heard about that is it's just like. Well, yeah, they're like meant to look like real animals, so there's just no emotion on yeah. the faces. Yeah, it sounds so strange. 
Yeah. yeah. My parents went and saw it and liked it. My mum chewed as kids, so she now feels like she has to go she has to go see like every oh, right. every kid's film that's right. really popping to she relate to the students. Just remember the originals. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> remember that bit with um oh I hope Mufasa is in this one. Yeah. Uh, you're you're so old you don't even know his name's Grafiki now. <laughs> <laughs> but they went on like a gold class voucher that they'd gotten mm. for Christmas or something. It's like just so far of all the things you could use it on. Yeah. Mum and dad going to see a children's movie. But anyway, these games uh they're being re released. I believe it's all it's both versions of both games. Mm-hmm. Oh, like because, the Mega Drive and Super Nintendo Yeah, because ones. there was a weird licensing thing at the time, famously, where there were two different... One's yeah. Capcom, right? And then the other one was, I think, Virgin Interactive? Something like that. There's yeah. some difference between them. But they're both, like, pretty, like, standard platformers. Like, they were well-received at the time, back yeah. when platformers I liked the, uh, the Aladdin one. I'd never played the Lion King, but the Aladdin one was great. I reckon they wouldn't hold up well, though. Probably not, yeah. Well, they've so, got, the, I mean, we'll they've got like, a rewind... Feature in them and like yeah. to make it because I, I didn't realize this until recently. I was listening to a thing where they were uh, uh, talking about these games, and there was a thing not too long ago where someone who had worked because they're famously brutal like first mm. level, pretty easy, and then known for their insane difficulty spikes. Right. And one of the people who'd worked on them within the last like few years or whatever had like admitted in an interview, he's like, we were told to make the difficulty spike because that was in the days when the rental market was everything. So you really wanted to like beat someone's ass with the game. So they would just have to like keep, you know, you wanted them to be able to like rent it and have a good time for a little bit, Mm. but be like, oh, God damn it. I've got to spend the money on owning this if I ever want to have any hope of getting more than one level in. Mm -hmm. Eh, not interested at all. No, no, me either. No, neither. I did see a lot of people saying like, oh, wow, how could, you know, it, it was a real like headline grabber, like people mm. going, oh, wow, mm. how good is this? It's like, r- really, do you do you care? It's mm. like I'm cool like, to have the option, I guess, but are you going to play more than five minutes of it for just like passing it? Honest, just get a ROM. Well, just play yeah, the exactly. ROM for a few minutes. Of course they've got a rewind feature now because if you're making your game by taking the open source code from emulators that already <laughs> exist. <laughs> you've got to have something. You can yeah. chuck it all in. Yeah, like you they've know already what I, done it. Someone else has done the work already. Yeah. In a hard. weird way, you know what I would respect more. We were talking about the borders that they have on the sign. That's just like a, on the side, the cartoon of the genie. Yeah. If it was, if the borders were ripped from the 3D current reboot version, oh, so yeah. you're playing this like gorgeous pixel art SNES game, and then there's just this hideous blue Will Smith <laughs> on the side of the screen That's, as you're playing yes. it. <laughs> Are they gorgeous? Were they ever good? I feel like they were always overrated, those things. I, I think they looked good for the, them, for the time. Yeah, it was all jump and get this fucking floating thing. Who gives a <laughs> shit? I mean, visually at least. I remember they both had a level where you're in the – it's like a genie-themed level mm. where you're in the cave and, you know, there's all these different cool – it's like kind of a dream sequency kind of level. So right. they're not bound by like, oh, you're in a marketplace so this kind of stuff has to exist. Yeah. So it's like genie's head floating around and little mm-hmm. magic effects and stuff that I remember being pretty impressive well, as a little kid. Speaking of things that coming back that maybe should have stayed dead. Yes. Um <laughs> My ex-wife. <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein has been resurrected. <laughs> uh, so Fuck. Someone is, is rebooting Telltale Games. Oh, right. yeah, yeah, yes. Some person who apparently is a fan of the company in the old games but is mainly an investor or a tech person from, mm. from what I was reading. Like they're doing it for... Because it's a financial opportunity as much as anything. Right? Yeah, like... It doesn't. It's they're not going to be making stuff anytime soon. It seems like because it's all yeah. different people. They'll offer some of the original people like freelance roles. They're saying yeah, and full time positions being available in the future. But Jesus, <laughs> it it does seem like the primary reason for doing this would be to try and grab it, being able to re put those games back on stores and yeah, make some money from that. Because they oh, can't, right. they can't do any of the ones that the licenses have expired. Obviously, that makes sense. Uh-huh. So they've just gone. Okay, what have you still got? Oh, you've got like the Fables license. You've got. This and that. Okay, I guess let's try and make some games before they expire. And I liked their approach. So a lot of people have had a go at them for the contract work thing. Mm. But what they're doing is trying to work with a model that was more sustainable or that is more sustainable than what Telltale's was. Right. Telltale's were just like, let's just do everything and we'll do it within an inch of the budget that we have, yeah. hoping that it will sell enough to you know pay everyone and pay for the licenses. Mm-hmm. And at least they're trying to do it bit by bit. They're going, oh, yeah. We'll get some contractors on. We'll make this game. If it does well, we'll 
be able to make the next one. Yeah, it makes sense from their point of view, but that's brutal. If you've worked at Telltale and then you abruptly lose your job, yeah. because, oh, not too abruptly, but anyway, the company goes under, mm. you don't have work anymore, and then it's like some dude comes out of nowhere and goes, hey, do you want to go back to your old job from like, how long ago did it fall? Like a little while ago now. Yeah. So you've presumably like maybe moved on. Yeah. To certainly hopefully moved on with your life. Like mm-hmm. mentally you've let it go. Yeah. It's like, hey man, do you want to come back? On a freelance, mm. <laughs> casual basis, it's like that's I. Who's going to take? I mean, I don't know. Well, uh, the people who d- didn't get work again. Yeah, sh- like yeah, sh- yeah, like yeah that's, that'd be enough. It's better than nothing. True. I, I, I'm willing to bet this goes pear shaped mm. because yeah. like the the background of these people is in like mobile development. Uh, oh boy! They, uh, one of them worked on Duck Dynasty, the game, and Power Rangers. <laughs> Remember them? So it's and, people who uh, know about game licensing. Yeah, about game knows a good license when he sees one. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> who knows if that's even the case? And the, another, the other one worked at a, a company who um, outsourced uh, work for video games, and uh, the physics company Havoc. Oh, okay. What if he still has the license to Duck Dynasty and Power Rangers and that's his first move, Telltale Duck Dynasty adventure, Telltale Power Rangers adventure? I mean, I'd be into the Duck Dynasty one. <laughs> yeah. I think the thing with this story for me is like as good as the games were, like I liked a lot of them from the original company, it was managed poorly. Like that mm. was managed poorly. So having another go and trying to manage it better isn't the worst aim. But it's just the creative aspect may get lost. It, and it's not any of the same people and it's not the same stuff. So, like, it's a different company. Yeah. yeah. It, it's yeah. a different company it has been formed and, and they might, might be able to sell games. some of Telltale's games. Yeah, yeah. But, like, whether or not they'll even fucking make games. Yeah. You know what I mean? I would be... The, the way that just... I don't know. It's someone who goes in and like, we're going to do Telltale games. We're going to leap on this mm. this carcass and try and reanimate it mm-hmm. for for our own. I I would be surprised if one thing came out of them. Yeah, it's personally. kind of fitting though for a tel- for Telltale. Like, okay, one guy you know went through, he did it his way, and now someone's going to go back and and do it their way, yeah. and maybe have a different outcome. Yeah, maybe we'll get a go one day. Yeah, <laughs> should we get the Telltale games name? Because I feel like they will remember this. <laughs> Um, Oh, we should quickly say as well We are recording this uh, Mere hours before there's a (laughs) Nintendo Direct airing Yes Um, We are planning to Probably do a little addendum To Mm -hmm. the end of the app We'll record that tomorrow When the the Direct has gone out And attach that to the end of that this episode Yes That's if we think If we watch the Direct And we think there's stuff (laughs) worth saying Then we'll do that So if you get to the end of the app And there's nothing there Well then I mean, actions speak louder than words, boys. Mm. That'll say it all. Mm-hmm. It, 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 the, we're going to a Gears of War event where we have to get <laughs> tattoos. Yes. Yeah, that's yes. a true thing. That's yes. the reason why we can't <laughs> record in a more timely fashion. Yes. We'll talk more about this next week, but we got invited <laughs> thanks to our thanks to our friends, yes. thanks to our new friends over at Xbox. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been invited to the, I guess, what is it? Technically, it's like the launch event for Gears it's, of War. Yeah, yeah. Kind where we of, can yeah. play it and they've also got <laughs> tattoo stations yes. set up. They and can Cut um, yeah. Oh, yeah, Gears fades. of War patterns into into your hair. Yes, and, and there there's was, free beer. <laughs> yeah, there was something else as well. Playing the game. Yeah, playing the game. Gears no, 5. no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the tattoo thing. I looked up a bunch of Gears of War tattoos. Yep. just on Google after this. <laughs> not not a lot of good ones out there. No, no. I don't know if if it's an aesthetic that works well on uh, the human body. Mm. It's pretty tempting. Yeah, I've well, got to be honest. Have a stupid tattoo. I know. Maybe I just get the Gears of War logo tattooed over the top of that, oh. so that way it's not like I now have two bad ones. Yes, I'm just kind of upgrading the original bad one into something. Have you ever played a Gears of War game? No. <laughs> All right, but, well, that, that's the but this is what I'm context. thinking. You know, I you know recent Xbox owner. Yes. Gears is one of like the big Xbox exclusives. You know, mm-hmm. I want to like this game. Yes. I don't want to have this Xbox and then turn out the new one comes out and I hate it. Mm-hmm. That would make me feel bad about my investment, and I feel like mentally maybe I. Would be more prepared to love it if I have part of the brand tattooed on me. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, you know, there's that's dire. If I start playing, I'm like, I hate this. What if you went up to the because they're tattoo artists, they'd be able to draw a lot of different stuff. Go up like, yeah, give me Halo, yeah, <laughs> give me a fucking Spyro tattoo, <laughs> give me Nathan I, Drake, yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, how much does a tattoo cost normally? 
Uh, What's the price of a tattoo? If it's like a basic, just kind of outlining one, like around about a hundred bucks, hundred fifty bucks. That's not nothing. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's pretty good to get for free. If you can somehow convince them to do one that you actually want, but mm. like try and make it sound like it's a Gears of War tattoo. Yeah, my favorite Gears of War oh, right, character yeah. is uh, this big cool dragon that I drew. <laughs> yes. I mean, that they drew. <laughs> yeah. I wonder. I mean, I would they maybe let you do. Like you going in and asking for like Mario, that's not going to fly. But what if you ask for like Bender from Futurama? Mm. Same voice actor is in that game. He's oh. Gears of War adjacent. Yeah. You know, maybe you could like bend them into doing that. Would you want a Bender tattoo though? No, but I'm just like, then we can work <laughs> from there. Then I, you know, you can, if you can do like five degrees yeah. of so separation. You're, yeah, you're sitting yeah. there with a big chart going like, so you agree that Bender would be okay? <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay well, Bender about- looks a bit like a beer can. You <laughs> yeah. agree with yeah, that, right? Yeah, beer yeah. can sounds like bacon, yes. right? Give me some bacon. Give yes. me a bacon there tattoo right there. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Do the guys in Gears of War have tattoos on them? Like... Uh, they're always wearing their big suits. I'm uh, assuming yeah. they'd have some tattoos under I'd there. I'd say yeah. it's very heavily implied that they're quite tattooed. Yeah. I Let's think get an anchor. Surely one of them has an anchor on their yeah. shoulder. Oh, yeah. And let's, yeah. Well, yeah. I, we'll, we'll talk more about this next week because of what tattoos are. Are you boys yeah. going to get anything done to your hair? See, well, I th- that I, it, I would do. Maybe I'll just get a haircut. <laughs> it looked like you already have to have a fade uh, that oh, they right. will then etch stuff into. Right. Maybe so I'll go have, get a fade tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Look, I've got good news for you. Yeah. <laughs> It's only fading in one direction. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just going in and pointing at what's left of my fringe. Hey, could you give me something on the hair? Yeah, it whips out a sharpie. (laughs) (laughs) You get three. Oh yeah, just the spray on. And then oh. I turn up tomorrow to the event. I'm like, yeah, yeah anyway, shave the, old, <laughs> shave the old Microsoft logo into the side of this. <laughs> Can I please get a tattoo that says Beers of War? Oh, oh dude. It combines my go. two favourite things, oh. bad puns and bad tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> but I got to say, I'm really looking forward to this. Yeah, yeah it's like going to be It's going to be something. Yeah. The free beer is Young Henry's. Good brand. Good, but we, very good brand. We yeah. will see. It will not influence our review of uh, the game. We will see no. if... Um, we we do the Nintendo thing, yeah. Like yeah, you said, if we'll there's see. something at the end, if you get to the end and there's a few minutes left, keep listening. There'll be a Nintendo thing. Yeah. Yep. If, if not, it's if it's 35 minutes of Pokemon England, maybe not. We can talk about that in a week. Yeah. 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 There's a 40. Yeah, it's 40 minute. 40 minute Prezo. Mm. That that's usually their ones that are that long uh, have some shit in them. Yeah. So we'll and see. smashes out so you know that they're not going to go through character by character. No. Yes. <laughs> For 100 yeah. fighters. There's a few sort of hanging games as well like Metroid and uh, mm. that Shin Megami Tensei game and I don't know there's oh, yeah. probably new stuff that they've got to cuz after Animal Crossing I can't think of much that they've got sort of probably dated and stuff. Obviously mm. the Breath of the Wild sequels now we've oh, yeah. been teased. Yeah, I mean, we, we are getting to one of those points where it's like we've almost got everything mm. out that they have coming up on the roster. Mm-hmm. So it does make sense that now would be a time where they start to go. I mean, pe- this is insane. People listening to this now already know what's happened. <laughs> yeah, so. we're about to <laughs> reflect exactly on this stuff. Good point. At the end of this episode. So let's stop talking about it. Yep. Um, but luckily, a uh, lot of good games out at the moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Two big ones out in the last week. Yeah. They're just before we get into them, there was some cyberpunk footage that oh, came out yeah. and like a big 15-minute trailer for that. Or well, not mm-hmm. big, but it looked like the same stuff that we've kind of seen. I'm still looking forward to that game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Looks like what they've kept saying it is. Totally. It's, yeah. The, it, uh, it hasn't discouraged me, but hasn't made me more interested. It just looks great still. I saw some people being negative about it, which I think is insta- insane. What, in it's what, what way? Saying it didn't look as good as before and uh, the, the trailer wasn't long enough or something. I don't know. <laughs> Do you think yeah. that? I think that's kind of a product. It feels like they've been filtering out a little, you know, pretty regularly. Mm. Similar to Death Stranding. Like, I've yeah. got the same thing with Cyberpunk that I do with Death Stranding. I'm just checked out on looking at any more of it until I play it. Yeah. I kind of feel like I know everything I need to know at this point. Yep. Yeah. I don't really want to pour through, you know, all this like sport. I just want to go in clean at yeah. this point. I, I actually, I guess it, it, I mean, it didn't make me more excited because I'm already at maximum excitement. But so in the past sort of six months or so, I've been rereading a lot of cyberpunk books, mm-hmm. like stuff that I read, you know, when I was a teenager that got me into the genre. A cyberpunk book is a movie. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> um, and I'm noticing a lot of really specific references to like these classic novels, mm. these like William Gibson novels. The, there's like a voodoo gang, which in a book that I read very recently, that's like a huge plot point. Like it's a whole storyline of like this 
into interaction between like gods, sort of like those like Baron Saturday and stuff, and like AI within you know cyberspace, mm-hmm. and that's in this game. Yeah, right. There's a bunch of other shit, like smaller stuff. That was like, oh, they, this is going to be packed full of stuff for people who love this genre. Yeah. If you like, great. if you like references, you'd love a little show called Family Guy, my brother. <laughs> <laughs> Lois Oh that's good That's pretty good stuff If you love a whole bunch of references That don't really go anywhere If you follow them through You're going to love my resume (laughs) (laughs) If your resume at the end says Remember that bit in the Simpsons References Clockwork Orange Yeah Holy crap Lois This reminds me of the time I was in Batman (laughs) Um, But yes A couple of games out this week, mm-hmm. I um, reckon we should start with one of them, which is called <laughs> Control. Oh, okay. What do you guys think? I think it's fucking good. I've finished it already. No, I mean, what do you think in terms of should we start with that one? Yeah. Um, Slow down. Um, I like that one the most. Yeah. Should we? Let's talk about them both at the same time. Okay. Control keeps mentioning the astral plane, and astral chain oh, is called astral chain. Yeah, yeah. So th- that's been a nice little through line between them. Mm. I, you know, what's weird that these came out in the same week because I think that they are, uh, I think they have a lot of similarities. I think it's as if uh, a Western studio and a Japanese studio got the brief of uh, cops. Uh, I've been thinking the dealing exact in same paranormal. Thing. Yes. Um, you know, yeah. these these kind of areas that appear and kind of possess people. Mm. Make it um, a bit weird in a fun way. Apart from that, do whatever you want. Yeah. Largely right. set in a police station. Apart from that, do what you want. It's completely- and the Western approach is like Metroidvania, third-person shooter, mm. and, well, then and has the Japanese like, approach has mechs and shit in it. And <laughs> the, the Western approach is like it's weird because like everything looks normal, but then sometimes the main character will have a hallucination. Yeah. yeah. And then the Japanese one, it's weird because every factor everywhere. of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, they, it's really weird how similar they are in, yeah. in mm. that very broad, but then like two just going off in completely different – they are not similar – to play at yeah, all. Completely agree. Yeah. Um, control, yeah, is the one I focus on the most. I played a bit of Astral Chain. I think we're all like not that far into Astral Chain. I haven't played it at all. So, yeah, yeah that's a fair description. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the Control, I like, yeah, fuck. It's, it's fun as hell. It's got some issues. Yeah. I think t- Tommy and I, did you start it first? I did start it first, yeah. Uh, and I play, I started it very soon after that. And I think the first time we sort of messaged about it was like, the style of this thing is mm. fucking incredible. So stylish. And this one, this came out of nowhere for me. Like I, I right. wasn't following this. I wasn't really aware of it. I haven't played any of the studio's other games. Mm-hmm. I think I just, I, I just saw people talking about it because I think the reviews for it came out the same day as the reviews for Astral Chain mm-hmm. came out. And I was interested in that. And so seeing like, oh, this other game's getting a lot of... A lot of buzz as well. Yeah. All right, fuck it. I'll go in. It's a chance to it's on it's on a bunch of things, but it's a chance to fire up the Xbox, mm-hmm. give that a bit of a nudge. And yeah, very immediately, um, just stylistic and cool as hell. Yeah, so the, very cinematic. The, yeah, the start of it is very, very cinematic. Sort of not experimentally so, but like it takes a very bold style and approach to how it presents mm. stuff. And it's going, it's it's doing the thing that Remedy, who are the people who made it, so they uh, Max Payne and Alan Wake and that stuff. Right, they, they've done a bunch of times, which is lift stuff out of particularly like the Twin Peaksy, mm-hmm. X Filesy kind of mm-hmm. bits yep. of uh, TV shows and movies and stuff from the past, and do a take on them. It's very much. Got its influences. Yeah. There's the character talking to you in your head. There's Mm -hmm. the um, kind of color palette stuff. There's the mysterious, like, who's this seemingly normal looking person, but they are a bit off and talk weird. The smoking man. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. It's got all of that shit. It's very similar to a show called Fringe, which uh, I think it was created by J.J. Abrams, but uh, sort of went off in its own direction. And it uh, it was about a team of... People featuring mainly the protagonist was this woman who was an FBI agent mm. who ended up investigating, you know, paranormal, you know, uh, supernatural stuff. Right. And there was like alternate dimensions. It became very much a show about like this other dimension and how it interacts with the main one and how it, you know, all these timelines and shit like yeah. that. Weird observers, a lot of like modernist formal clothes and shit. It's a, yeah. very. Similar, probably not an influence because, like you said, there's all this other shit. But it, it's the one I keep thinking of. 
It's yeah, it does sound similar to that because, and we won't do any spoilers here because, like no. the the story and the uh, well, the story isn't necessarily great. It's pretty straightforward mm. and mm. what, but like the sort of vibe of it is something that you want to just sink into without like having it too signposted beforehand. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Because I did read in the couple of reviews that I read before I got it. It's like all set in this one building, and I thought. How's this that good? You know, just on paper. Sure. But then once you start playing it and you see how it's all unraveling, unfolding, it's mm. like, oh right, okay, it so makes yeah. a lot more sense. It kicks you straight into it. You're this woman named Jessie Faden who shows up at the Federal Bureau of Control. Mm-hmm. It's called. Mm-hmm. And over the course of it, you sort of are investigating these mysteries about like you're looking for a brother and you've got this voice in your head and there's like uh, this enemy kind of mysterious mm. force called the Hiss. Yep. Uh, like within moments of the game starting, so I don't consider this to be a spoiler. Yeah. Mm. The previous director of the Federal Bureau of Control shoots himself in the head and mm-hmm. you pick up his gun, which makes you the director yes. now. And through the gun, this like other seemingly benevolent force, or at least the uh, uh, aligned with the FBC. Yeah, which itself is not necessarily a benevolent force. No. It's one of those classic government organisations where it's like, what what do you really do and who are you fucking yeah. over to get your stuff and there's going? a lot of you'll you'll pick up like a whole lot of like little memos and stuff yeah which I'm the, reading a lot of they're great they're yeah. really cool and they give you that that thing of like cold government thing who doesn't yes. really care if they fuck up people's lives because they think they're doing it for a greater good type it's of thing it's very x-files all that stuff is yep. extremely yeah. x-files um, so gameplay you, wise it's yeah you get a gun yeah. it's mainly just a gun at the start you can do other stuff later on with it um, a but little then transforming like, gun that turns yeah. into multiple different guns. Yes, which is a nice way of having a moddable gun. Yeah. Mm. But then it's you have like Jedi powers as well. Yeah. Which is really fun. Which yeah. they kind of filter to you um, maybe a little slower than I would like throughout the right. game. Just because... I, I, it's hard because the combat is so fun when you've got all of them. Right, right. When you're able to do a big combination of everything that is at your, uh, is, is available to you, mm. you're really able to do some cool shit. Like right. there's a mix of this weapon, which can be like a, after you have used resources to upgrade it, pistol, shotgun, yeah. b- automatic gun, yep. um, like Sniper a charge thing. Shit, yeah. yeah. And then you can also use a bunch of, yeah, these Jedi powers, which are like basically the Half-Life gravity gun. Right. Um, and some others that, that come later. But yeah. they're kind of, I think they're better as a surprise if you don't know about them. Yeah, yeah. They did show a lot of them in the trailers and shit beforehand. So if you've seen any of that, you will know pretty mm-hmm. much what all of them are. Yes. I watched another trailer today and there was a power that I don't have yet. I was like, right. oh. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that'll be cool, but yeah. Because you thought you were like near the end, you were yes. saying today. Yeah, <laughs> I'm right. literally, I'm halfway. I've started the mission that is halfway right, through. Right, right, yeah. right. Um, it keeps up towards the end. Like, so the, the, the mystery is nice. The mm-hmm. little story is, is cool. It's like... It's mostly, uh, certainly the first half, each thing you're doing is like, oh, you got to go talk to this person who might have some information about this. Mm. To get to them, you have to fix this, fetch this, and beat a bunch of guys. Yeah. That's basically the gameplay loop. It's pretty much that. Yeah. And then, like, each of those characters will have an interesting enough thing yeah. about them. And you'll, yeah. and you'll learn a little bit more along the way of these little um, memos and recordings and stuff that you can pick up and watch, which are great. Yeah, They're yeah. They're all, uh, like, all of the memos so- are really well written. The, the videos that you see recorded, there yes. are some of them around. There's, like, same as other Remedy games, little weird TV shows that they made for yep. no reason. Yep. Yeah, the lab videos that they've done where they're testing stuff out. Real and life so actors. The, yeah, the lab stuff and a lot of the intro cinematic there's like actual full motion video mixed in right yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. it's not just motion capture it's they've filmed people and then put a filter over it it's done in a really cool way when it works but we'll talk about all the technical stuff yeah later yeah um so all of that kind of um narrative stuff and like world building stuff is really well done the Mm. the the look of it is great it's one of the best looking one of the best stylistically games i've ever played the big like start of a mission where the like title comes up full screen yeah Yeah. very i don't know what would you call that you you probably know better than me what that it's very cinematic large font (laughs) he's done it again like when you walk into a new area it'll go like Maintenance area or whatever. There's a couple of movies that do it. Um, the movie Funny Games. 
Does right. it? Very sh- like surprisingly at the start of that game, yeah. the start of that movie, you're watching like this family drive along in a car listening to like classical music and then funny games fills the screen and this loud metal music yeah. starts blaring. I mean, like Cabin in the Woods does it as well. I'm sure it's Captain America Civil War did it. Right, right. <laughs> like it, there's it's it's around, mm. but it's really effective here as well. Yeah. And there's a segment early on where you do things that are this is what I was saying when I was talking about how it seemed like it would be pretty boring, the fact that it's all just set in this one building. Mm. But then it it plays with that enough where there's segments that are not dream sequences, but you know, supernaturally kind mm. of mm. You, yeah. t- Twin Peaks is like a very yeah. good reference point where it's like you again this Pull a switch and then you're somewhere different, and it's yeah, like yeah. we you know these things that are playing with like perception time and space and, and perception yeah, and yeah. reality and because the yeah. building itself is this place called the oldest house, and it's like meant to be. It sort of morphs and changes and like is its own entity that they've mm. just kind of set up inside yeah. of. It's like the whole whatever that movie is where like they build the house on the Indian burial ground and so the house is fucked. Treehouse of horror. <laughs> so the bad the, the kind of the evil force that you're battling is like a thing that takes over areas of the building and so the the you you'll explore the building as it is normally and then when you're getting into these combat scenarios you're in a bit of the building that's been corrupted mm. and yeah. that's how it kind of shifts around what's going on and it's taken over regular soldiers and stuff from uh, the the base so you're yeah. fighting against enemies that are pretty much people with guns and yep. then there's a couple of weirder ones as you go on but it's it's basically that for the whole time but the combat is so fucking fun yeah yeah, yeah. It, this mix of so you've got your gun and you've got your powers and both of them have an infinite ammo source that'll just run down yes and have yeah. to recharge and balancing between the two of them so having to use all of what's at your disposal and then needing to move yes if you stay in the one place you'll end up dying so yeah yeah you're, you only can restore your health by picking up health Thingies that drop off little dots. Yeah, they drop off enemies as you wound or kill them. So, and you do, you get, you know, you get hit a bunch. You can't really take cover. You can crouch, but you mainly have to run around gathering up health, moving around and attacking constantly. And you'll be able to dodge most bad attacks if you're moving. That's true. You've got like on your B button, there's a like kind of a dash dash thing, and you can you can sprint around. And as long as you're moving, like some of the more effective things that the enemies have won't be able to hit you. Mm, mm. And you you have other ways later on of dealing with with taking damage and stuff. And just that that way that it's making you use everything that you have, that's the biggest problem with shooters usually as well, is mm. that like often sitting, having an automatic rifle and waiting and then popping up and shooting and then stopping again is the best way to deal with most situations. Yeah. And it's fucking boring at some point, often. Yeah. And th- th- this makes you move around and get creative with what you're picking up in the environment to fling at enemies. Yeah, and, and when you are doing that well, it's very, very satisfying. It's really cool. Yeah. And your movement is you feel more... in control <laughs> of the battlefield. Interesting. <laughs> your movement is more fluid than I would probably expect from a game like this. Right. Like you, the way your character moves around the screen is almost as if it's uh, almost more like a... Um, you know, as if it's like a cartoon platformer. Like right. she has a real sure. – doesn't have like a rigid like turning circle or anything like that. So you can it, – it does feel pretty easy to dart around and like mm. you don't get stuck like, it's in not areas or anything. It's not that dissimilar to Max Payne. Right. Like, and and they're sort of remedy games from the past. Like. And, and the, definitely those Jedi Outcast games where, where they were more – not arcadey, but yeah, it was more just like, no, you can just like fly around and flip yeah. around and dash around. Proper without, like yeah. pre-Gears of War old-fashioned style third-person shooter, which yeah. is, is very fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, the combat every time is great. It, it finds things to do to, to, to give you stuff beyond like just sort of the main story going through. So it is kind of Metroidvania-ish. Mm-hmm. Like not to a huge degree. No, but there's a bunch of doors that you can open later where you have yeah. a higher clearance that you couldn't before and there's little pickups and things like yeah. that. Yeah, it's not like... it. I would say by the broad definition of the genre it probably is, but also I think you yeah, tend to think of them know. as more like 2D, yeah. generally yeah. speaking. I, yeah. th- you can go sort of all around the, the environment, but if you're just kind of going through the main story, you'll... It, it's you just go forward. Area <laughs> yeah. to area, yeah. which is fine. Yeah, like yeah, it, yeah. It's not that uh, big of a deal with it. And um, the things that it'll give you to do along the way are like there's some specific side quests where it's like, 
I've, I'm missing these things. Go find them mm-hmm. or you need to stop these things from doing this thing. Uh, like I'm talking around them because finding <laughs> out what those things are and yes, they all yeah. end up being pretty similar. Go to this area and kill X number of enemies. Mm-hmm. But the combat is so fun that every time you're in it, it's varied by the nature of how it's designed. Yes. Yeah. So it's yeah. fun to do more of the combat. And then when it's like those creative like, oh, you're actually in a weird different area or dimension or whatever, uh, extra fun bonuses because everything else is also fun. Yeah. So then it'll also have these kind of random missions show up uh, seemingly on a timer or something, mm-hmm. I guess, that will pop up and be like, hey, there's this problem going on in this area. Yeah. Go and solve it if you can. They'll tend to be a little more difficult and they'll give you some extra little bonus items and stuff, but not much gives you the ability points, which is what you're really looking for. Yes. Because all the mods and stuff. So with your weapon, you get ability points, which go into your powers, uh, which are very powerful. And the... You also have weapon mod slots and like personal mods, which will give you more health yeah, or more give energy you, or whatever. Yeah, this will reload quicker. Yeah. And so on. They don't do heaps. They're not that big of a deal. Yeah. But um, they're there. Yeah. That's nice. Yep. And it all works really well. Oh, every, the way it looks, the, the, the fucking interfaces, everything. It's yeah. so simple yeah. and clean, but very, very stylish. When it all works. Mm-hmm. Everything that's designed in this game is put together really well. I like the structure of it, the story, the pacing, the acting is good. Yes. Uh, the vi- the visuals are good. The writing is good. The combat feels great. Every part of it works really, really well. Other than <laughs> almost every technical aspect of the game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's yeah. the big fucking negative. Other than we all need... PS4 Pros or fucking whatever. I've got an Xbox One X. It's oh, fucked. Really? It yeah, I've heard even on the PS4 Pro it's bad. I think Fuck. the only really yeah. way to play this is the PC. Even I'm not then, even that far in and I've already had some rough stuff. I've mm-hmm. had some really brutal encounters. There's huge problems with... Uh, so there's pretty much every technical problem that can happen with a game is happening in this. If you push up to load the map which you'll want to do pretty often, yep. it will take fucking forever. Yeah, often you have to do that thing. It'll load, say, the font, but it won't load the, the drawing. Yeah. So you've got to close it again, open it up again, oh, and maybe yeah. it'll work then. If you go into the menu, if you just fucking push select to go into the menu, or whatever the, the stupid buttons that are select mm-hmm. now are called, <laughs> Start. it will take off. forever. It'll, it'll hitch yeah. up and go weird. A lot of pop in on textures. So much. Yeah. You'll see so many like fuzzy textures there that take 20 minutes to look. Not 20, I'm exaggerating, but, but like yeah. 20 seconds isn't an exaggeration, which is fucking crazy. With, Maybe a, with it is such an inver- five. <laughs> immersive, um, like well put together game where the atmosphere is so strong, the story, or at least the world building is incredibly uh, good. Yeah. The fact that you can walk into a room and every texture is blurry. It makes it almost more frustrating. Totally. Yeah, yeah. And then the videos that are really, really cool mm. and will play like in-world and a, a nice touch and are really well done mm. will desync with their audio really often. Yeah. They will get choppy and kind of you'll you'll lose a bunch of footage from them. They're not working right. Mm. The Every aspect of the visuals breaks at some point. Yes. Other than I've not like fallen through the world and, yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, the Just game hasn't crashed, which has happened with a few more games recently than has ever happened to me on a console. Yeah. But it hasn't crashed, but yeah. I haven't had it crash. And the frame rate fucking drops at like with the the combat is so fun and it mm. is so undercut by not being able to control it properly. Yeah, like I've had some brutal slowdown in a combat yeah. thing that just made it very frustrating. When yeah. the most fun thing that you can do is happening where it's like you're shooting this guy, he, he like falls over or something blows up, you grab something, throw at this other guy and there's another explosion. All of that starts to just go d- 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 Yeah. D- yeah. It's so lame. And, and it's really my only problem with the game is that like the technical side, it seems like it's been released way earlier than it should have. Yeah. Yeah. It's a shame because it's like, that's, that's an, you know, you're saying that's the only problem, but it is a big one. It's, it's, it's it's not just, you know, some people complain in games about like there's frame rate drops here and there or whatever, but by and large, generally Mm. speaking, you can forgive that because it's like, oh, well, there's stuff going on, like whatever. Mm. But in this, it's like, like I said, I'm not even that deep in and I've already had a couple of moments where it's like, oh, this is just kind of hard to play. Like I need this to be, Reliable at this point of the totally. game, totally. And everything that I like about it is undercut by it. The combat mm. gets worse because it gets the the frame rate drops. Yeah. 
the uh, story and presentation stuff gets worse because it'll cut out. Like I had a whole cutscene play out mm. where there was no dialogue. Fuck. Yeah, so right. I, I went onto YouTube and fucking looked yeah. up that cutscene because it was gone. It was done. Yeah. Right. Um, Fuck. There's like if you're watching those videos and they break, then that sucks. The loading times are fucking long and they're mm. really annoying. They're brutal. You yeah. have to load between different areas really often and it take it sucks up a lot of time. Mm. And then as you go into like you finish something in a cutscene or start to play it'll be chopping around as it's loading so then even if it is working like the audio is there yeah you're still getting really like framey fucking images off of this cutscene, which is just shit yeah it'll be patched pretty well not pretty soon but they have said they are working on it as I, they should be they, mm. and yeah they've said they're aware of it because they know they were releasing this four months too early yeah yeah, yeah. like i'm kind of tempted to hold off on playing more there's Until no it's reason. Passion. I mean, yeah. I really want to play. I mean, I, I love what I've played of it. Mm. I think it's great. Yeah. Like I said, it came out of nowhere. Yeah. Within an hour, I was like, fuck, this is so good. It's very fun, but I don't think there's any reason not to hold off on it right now. Like, yeah. if that stuff might be fixed, it will be a better game if it is. Yeah. Unless you can play it on PC. I, even the PC version, I'm not. You'd need a great one. I don't. I don't, I don't know how intrinsic this stuff is to the way that this game is designed. I have no idea mm. if the PC yeah, version right. is good or not. Yeah. Because it, it seems like it's just fucked. If they're like, you know, I thought, oh, I'll be fine. I've seen some stuff about this, but I've got one. But even on the PC, I think it's still um, not. Which is crazy when you think about it because it's not like it's doing, I mean, it looks great and everything, but it's not like you're, you know, in a scene where you're outdoors and there's like you're fighting 50 people. You know what I mean? Mm. Like it is weird that it's. It's just unpolished. It's yeah. just not finished yet properly. So. That is um, the one big negative aspect to it. It has really my only negative aspect to it. Like, yeah, unless yeah. you really don't like shooting games or whatever, it yeah. hasn't stopped me from playing it though. Like having no. said that, all of that, it's all true. It's not been enough to make me want to stop playing it at all. No. I, I haven't done anything else since right. I started playing it. I'm going to work. I'm going home, having dinner, and playing Control. I'm. Yeah. I really, really love it a lot. It's, it's fantastic. Great. It's I burned through it. Yeah, loved it. Want to keep playing it because, like, that you know, I finished the main bit, but there's stuff you can do. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Was this on your guys' radar before yeah. it? Yes, dropped. Yeah, from the first trailer, I was like, that looks fucking sick. I didn't. I've not played. I oh, I played Max Payne. Played Max Payne. I think all of them. Yeah, and really liked three a lot. That was really really fun. Three wasn't Remedy. I think that oh, was wasn't... the one that Remedy didn't uh, make. Who was that? I think Rockstar, that was, it was. It was one of the rock stars. Right. right. Well, I played I played the first one. Yeah. Maybe the second one, definitely third. Um, I think I'm right in saying that. I'm going to look it up. I didn't play Alan Wake. Right. Um, and it seems... But I do remember wanting to and looking at a lot of videos and being like, oh, okay. It's taken a similar approach maybe to mm-hmm. the game's style and presentation. Yeah. Similarly so. creative from what I know of it. Uh, and Quantum Break as well, which right, was them using the, the real actors, yeah, yeah. having the sort of powers... They they have definitely a style um, of thing that that really works for me. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the every, every part of it is just if I the the only way I could see other than the technical stuff not being into this game is yeah if you just don't like the style yeah sure. or don't like the combat yeah I mean those are the only two things <laughs> yeah but they are made in such a way that uh, it definitely. I could see them not being for everybody. Sure, but they happen to gel. Yeah, me, so there's uh, it's very it's very Inceptiony is one I've seen mm-hmm. a lot stylistically. It's very it's a lot of the mysterious stuff is sort of like lost, except it is done better in this game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. than it was in that show. Yeah, it's great. Good shit. Ten uh, out of ten. I love uh, it. It's like seven at the moment for me, just because of the technical stuff. I can overlook that. It, it's like not reviewing. I'm not reviewing the technical stuff. I'm a style and substance person. I don't but if care I was going to say rate. my enjoyment of the game, yes, one out of every four occasions I was doing something I liked, mm-hmm. it was undercut by the technical stuff. Mm-hmm. So it'd be about seventy five percent. Okay, I does will that make sense? Yeah, yeah. I will say it's still a ten out of ten. If the technical stuff was fixed, it'd be an 11 out of 10. Oh, my God. This is this why guy. we don't have a rating scale. <laughs> this guy <laughs> is humming his little pants over this game. I'm I'm just subverting reality, okay? <laughs> okay. Like in a little game I like to call Astral Chain, <laughs> which I have not played. Yeah, I spent uh, a few hours this week playing Astral Chain. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've played like what, like two hours or something? You were I, I've dipped in. But Very early on. Yeah. Um, I like it so far. Um, 
it definitely coming from this very like control, which is very like you know cool, mm-hmm. slick, mm-hmm. very sort of restrained, yeah. very elegant, very classy presentation, limited color palette. Yeah. yeah. To then opening Astral Chain, which is like a lot of the, in my opinion, worst tropes of anime. Bad song to kick it off. I disagree. <laughs> you didn't like the song? I mean, you did like the song. I, di- I think the song really works. I wouldn't listen to it on Spotify, but like oh, uh, man. Man, that whole, the whole intro section that I've played, I'm only up to sort of leaving the police station for okay. the second time. Right. So I'll just say I love a bad anime intro song. Yeah. That's good to me. It's sick. <laughs> yeah. It's really good. And they've yeah. got cl- they do it like, it. fuck off, Tommy. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> my, point, my point is more that like coming straight off the back of control yeah. Yeah. just made all that stuff all the more jarring. Right. Like it made right. it stick out more as like hard in isolation. If I had, if yeah. that was like the only thing I'd played for a couple of weeks, I probably could have just committed to it and gone, all right, I'm along for the ride. Mm. But when you've just played this thing, oh. that's like very restrained <laughs> and cool. And then there's this, like the voice acting is like so over the top and it's, it just it's was like, it stuck no. out. I was just like, <laughs> no, 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 I'm over it now. But it was just like the first Half hour, it was like, oh boy. No, I loved it. It was like having like a foie gras and then eating a fucking warhead afterwards or whatever, you know? It was sick. Because, like, literally the first thing you're. A foie gras. Uh, the first thing that you do in this game, the first moment you're allowed to control your character is driving a motorbike at full speed down a tunnel. Uh, yeah. While like, and, and you're taught how to do all this different stuff on the bike and I'm now maybe like four or five hours in, the bike hasn't come back yet. Great. I think well, it's only it's, in the intro. It's the same. It basically just teaches you that ZR is to shoot. Yeah. Right. That's the attack button. Yeah, I've heard this is just like you hold down one button. Is that what this game is? Not... In, so far for me. So the setup is that you're, yeah, again, similar like um, humanity, like the earth's been taken over by these demons. There's these gates that kind of swallow up whole areas. Mm-hmm. There's this one area of earth left. You're working in the police force that controls that area. Uh, there's these demons that are called the Chimera and this agency has worked out a way to basically capture them and turn them into weapons right. and you're one of the few people who can actually control them. So... When you're in combat, well, basically in the whole game, you have what your little kind of monster legion guy on a leash that's like called the Astral Chain. So you are controlling you and you're controlling the legion independently. Right. Um, it, the, the legions have like, they'll do attacking themselves if they're near something. You send them out and then they kind of automatically attack. Yeah. But then there's all these different things that you can do by. So you can then like move them around. If you loop them around an enemy, the chain will like bind them up, so then oh, they're yeah. paralyzed for a little bit. You if the like enemy's charging at you, you fucking, can, yeah, you can yeah. like stretch out the chain and then pull oh, them back great. like wrestling style and stuff like that. Um, you end up unlocking five different ones that all have. So there's one that's like basically like an archer, long range stuff. There's one that's like a line that you can ride around, like getting around faster in battle and stuff Mm -hmm, like that. mm -hmm. So a lot of the reviews that I read of it before it came out were talking about how um, the probably the more enjoyable bit is the fact that you're doing a lot of police work. So you're out in the field Mm. gathering evidence and looking for clues and stuff. And I read a couple of reviews that were like, you know, I actually enjoy that bit more than I've been enjoying the combat. And I thought that sounded insane. Mm. And now I absolutely agree with it. I love just going around being a little, being a cop, Mm. like just, do you yeah before you go into the combat bits each each like mission is like you have to go and it's like okay this thing happened so we've got to work out you know it, so you just basically walk around this area and then you're kind of quizzed at a certain point on oh now what was the what was the color of the hat or whatever and you right. have to like remember from clues that you've gathered and stuff um the sense of the style and the and the look and the feel of the world are fucking great. Right. I, I really love that aspect it of it. It looks amazing. It's so slick. Okay. It's so stylish. Especially for a Switch game, it runs really well and looks quite uh, nice. Mm. Yeah. It's yeah. That, that aspect of it, especially coming from Control, which doesn't yeah. run well. Like, it's smooth. It's it's like pretty good looking. It's, it's you know, got the jagged edges and shit mm. that Switch games tend to compared to everything else. But... It, the design of it again. I, I think said, that's the difference, though, between developing something for one console and having to develop it. Sure. Across, mm. Like they just know, they just kind of know how to work and manipulate the hardware to get the most out of it. And I did say that a difference was the limited color palette, but this has a pretty limited. It's very red focused and and sort of like 
It, yeah, it, when you're in the gate area, yeah, it's more like blue when you're in the blue real and red, world. but like very solidy kind yeah. of uh, colors. Monochromatic. You play as one of uh, you play as either a male or a female character. They're mm. both cops, but um, true anime style. The male character has a cool police suit. And the female character, thigh-high boots. Yeah. If you dressed up a cop, you, you go like, well, the shorts have to be short. <laughs> Man, I, you know, when I was, you pick at the start which one you want to be. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to play as the girl. I'm always the guy because I'm a guy. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm going to be a bit, bit progressive here. Yeah. Give if myself I call you a, real, a girl. <laughs> give myself a real pat on the back. I'm yeah. going to play as the girl. This is cool. And then the whole game is just me staring at this anime ass for the whole mm. thing going, oh, I feel fucked. <laughs> this and this then, feels worse than if I had just gone the boy because I'm a boy. <laughs> like, the one that you're not will then be you, your twins and will be like a character in the game. Right. Um, and, it, yeah, it seems good so far. The the It's very set up in like level, level, level. Yeah, it's very like so Platinum who made it mm. and it's that, that's got that similar beat to um, – Bayonetta, where I think it's like wanting you to eventually go back through the chapters and try mm. and get a higher ranking. And there's like items you can get for getting the S plus and whatever. Yeah, if right. you're playing on like the there's a mode called Platinum Preferred, mm-hmm. which is just n- normal. I think is basically it. And then there's like Casual or something, which is you won't get ranked and it's a little easier. Right, yeah, right, right. you get more revives and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, another thing I'd read a lot about in the lead up to it was that the combat very simplistic. And I don't know that I really agree with that. No. There is a fair there's a lot going on between so you can hold you can hold down the L trigger and then use the right stick to move the Legion around independently. Mm-hmm. So you have to kind of be aware of that if you want to line up things like binding yep. the enemy or doing the rope trick thing. You then have your own attacks with ZR. Mm-hmm. ZL just by itself. Your retracts. own attacks though are just like one you if depending on what weapon out, you have one thing you can right. do with yeah, it. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But then, like, ZL will retract the Legion or then send it back out. Mm-hmm. Um, you then have a dodge button. You then also have... If you time your dodges as well, then it's like, kind of slows down for a second. You can do, like, a powerful attack in yeah. response. You then have a button to change between Legions in battle. You have... They each have their own unique ability that one of the L triggers uses that have their own set of controls. And they're like, on a timer while they're out. Like, yeah. they're kind of... Not health, but like some number. They've mm. got a number ticking down and when that runs out, they, they retract. Right. So if you pull them back in before that number's down, it recharges quicker. If you let it run all the way out, it'll recharge slower. You yeah. Them so long. there is a lot of stuff to keep on top of. Yeah. And it's true that if you're just up against someone attacking them, well, you just are using like one button. There's no combos or anything. Mm. But if you really want to get the full like advantage of everything at your disposal, mm. it is quite easy to go. Like it, Like it wasn't until... Like I'd forgotten for a long time. Oh, yeah, you've got the rope thing that you can do where you can trip them. You know, there's like little things that you do really need to keep at the top of your head. And those kind of combat areas are pretty segmented, it seems like, from the exploring areas. Like you'll you'll have a big kind of explore chapter Mm. and then you'll have like, this chapter's all combat, it looks like. Uh, Yeah, it's basically each mission uh, jumps off with a lot of exploring Right. And then you get right into combat and right. there's like kind of a boss and sort of bit at the end. There's a cool thing that you you get items that are like, you, you get two different types of like health potions or whatever. Mm-hmm. One of them are normal and you can keep them forever. One of them have little exclamation marks next to them. You can only use them in that level or oh, okay. case file, whatever yep. it calls them, which is a nice way to make me not hoard them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, another cool thing move that you have is like when the Legion is out, if you hold down... ZL and then push ZR, you go flinging towards where the Legion is. Right. So that can like bring you into battle a bit quicker and then you can time attacks off the back of that. Right. It, all the, a lot of these things also get used when you're exploring. So like if there's a ledge that you can't get to, you send the Legion off and then it like grapples you across. Right. But it's like, it's really stylish. Mm. It's really slick. The world is great. This whole kind of law. These, these things too, because they're like captured demons. Mm-hmm. There's one of them that I just unlocked that is like, con- they're like, they're like slaves. Yeah. Like he's constantly like kind of, Grabbing at the thing that's around his neck to try and like, right. bra- I can't like that coal element of like it's so well designed and so well thought out and su- such a believable world, even though it is so over the really top. Really over the top, mm. yeah. yeah. But really nice looking, and I like the presentation of the anime style of it. I think it's cool. It's very platinum, yeah. Right. Um, yeah, it's there's a couple of dodgy camera things in the combat that I've found. There's there's a fair few options 
for changing like camera rotation speed oh, really? and lock on stuff that right. have helped a little bit. Okay, I should go and do um, that for me because yeah, I was finding the same thing. And then I just kind of increased the speed, and there's some lock on stuff that I didn't really fuck with, and it was fine. There's a really cool weird thing where the there's a girl that works in the police station who is like the mascot of the police station. She dresses up like a big dog. Have you gotten up to this yet? Uh, no. What are you looking at? A helicopter was flying really low. It's gone behind <laughs> right. the behind the houses oh, now. Yeah, That's how low yeah. it was. Yeah, there's this big like she's this big cartoon dog that runs around the studio uh, around yeah. the station, and she gets you to do like there's missions in the police station that you'll do where she's like, "Hey, people in the station need cheering up. Do you want to dress up as the dog for me and like <laughs> go and and she like thinks that no one in the station knows that it's her in the costume, so people will be like, "Where's Lappy?" And she's like, "Why would you ask me about Lappy? Like, <laughs> it's just such a bizarre little." Th- cartoony thing that's yeah. like added into the mix but yeah. that's very yeah. funny it's it's really nice and it uh nope that thought's gone out of my head <laughs> but yeah, oh I mean, yeah right? i've only played mm. it in tv mode so far yeah i don't There's know how a it lot go going on on the screen handheld right. a bit rough a lot stuff, of small fonts on the tv mm. so yeah I'm interested often to- pretty like regularly you're fighting five or six different things at yeah. one time and it's very chaotic lots of explosions like you if you do enough attacks in a row there'll be a little glint on the screen and if you hit zl at that exact moment you and your legion do like a combo attack together oh, yeah. so between having to look out for that having to look out for when you're being attacked so you can dodge having to keep an eye on where everything is on the screen like yeah there is a lot going on yeah um which yeah i think though. handheld would be rough i want to play yeah. more yeah it's good I'm really enjoying it. I it, I was probably going to give it a miss just because there's a bunch of shit going on. But I think I'll play it before the end of the year. I'd be interested to know to. what you think of it. I think the world and the style is is something I can see being up your alley. Yeah. But I think you'd like it. Well, I like Devil May Cry. I like yeah, Bayonetta. I do like a, a lot of those kind of games. Mm. I like yeah. Nier Automata and this is scratching yeah. a bit of that itch. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, that kind of combat. It's also made me think like... Yeah, I'm really keen for the next Bayonetta. Mm. Like it's just reminding me of – because the the e- emphasis isn't as much on dodging in this, which I remember it's like a huge part of Bayonetta. Yeah. Like the time slowing down and then scoring more hits off the yeah. back of that. It's Maybe. not quite that same thing, but yeah. Maybe now that Astral Chain's out, we'll see more about Bayonetta tomorrow. Ooh. Or yesterday. People will know if <laughs> yes. they – if they. Uh, God, it feels like we're in control. What? <laughs> no, it would have been yesterday. What day is it? It would be earlier today. Uh, yes, you're right. Still. Sorry. Yeah. Um, yes, y- thank you for the apology. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be you able to what? find I'm out. I'm retracting my apology. <laughs> uh, you'll be able to find out if you um, – Look at the end of this. And if this goes for more than roughly the hour and six minutes we've done, Mm. you'll know that we've put some of that Switch Direct shit, Nintendo Direct stuff Mm -hmm. at the end. Yes. But if not, maybe this is it. Yeah. We'll see you next week in that case. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. Filthycasuals.com.au is where you can find links to all the stuff that we do. We have the Patreon. Thank you to everyone Mm. that supports us on that. We have the premium apps. Good shit in the Patreon at the moment. Yeah. Favorite songs thread. Yeah. Basically, every movie that comes out gets a discussion thread. A lot of game talk. Uh, it's, uh, it's It's a fun little group. Yeah. It's good stuff. Um, so check all that out. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. And as we say, here sort of at the end potentially <laughs> of every episode of filthy casual yeah maybe i don't need to do one this week just because we might have more after this i'm going to make you do it if we do one tomorrow after yeah. that right. okay enjoy the switch direct talk <laughs> hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter that's why i teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create pretty litter its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.